There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, a little news and information. This is interesting. The new iPhone update lets you avoid texts. Now, there are certain texts that I'd love to avoid, but it says here, the new iPhone update lets you avoid texts with unwanted nudes. Whoa. So, but here's what I, I, I would, I'd like to ask you a question. <laughs> because every day, I mean, I, whatever, nudes, they, first of all, don't you have to click on the text to see the nude anyway? Well, you're going to see that there's an image sent. Yeah. And then you're going to, like, if I wanted to send a nude to somebody, they're most likely going to see it if we're, like, in a texting relationship. But don't you have to click on it to see it? Yeah, but like if you send if I see if if I see that AJ send me an image, I'm gonna open that text. Might be a dope meme. You never know. This might be a dope meme. <laughs> but I just I get I literally every day um, that I have a service call that's due on something I don't even own. Yeah. And then I every day I get texts from people about oh we failed delivery we tried to deliver this very important yeah, package don't to your click home on that. Yeah. it's like no I, I just why can't can you block that stuff can you get them to block all that stuff yeah you can put them and then you can block that number each time or you can like have a setting that's a little aggressive with unwanted or unknown numbers I got one this one time that like honestly hurt my feelings it was a scam but it was like Get rid of get rid of that belly fat. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like well, thank you. That's not very nice. Really appreciate it a lot for the service calls. I think if you answer and you say, like, you have to take me off your calling list, like legally, they have to like. Yeah, they I do, don't yeah. think it matters because it's do. an e- illegal. Op- like, if it was, if it's a legal operation, yes. But uh, like yeah. a lot of those calls are this right. illegal. They buy the area code and things like that. They in that case you don't want to answer because you want you'll get put on a list then that says this phone call answers. Yeah, absolutely. So you want to not answer or answer and just don't say anything. I do that all the time. I my phone's set up to where like if I don't know the number and it's like for some reason it's mm-hmm. able to tell like hey it's called like yeah. a bunch of people um, it'll just like send it straight to voicemail. I, it'll just say hey you have a silence call we think it's scam. So, oh I love so don't that. Worry about it. So, the problem is, though, is that some people will call me and they yeah. have an out-of-Minnesota area code and then I, they go straight to voicemail and they text me like, hey, I need to get a hold of you. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Things, but, yeah, no, I used to never answer anything that was a number I don't know. 
And now having Gogo, if I'm not with her, I answer every call. Oh, do you really? Because I'm always like, well, what if it's like, like, I don't know, the second line at daycare that I don't have saved? Or yep. what if it's like some, you know, I don't, I don't know, my mind goes crazy, so I answer now. But if I'm with Gogo and I'm like, I, then I don't answer things that whatever. But so I gotta, I've been trying to figure this out for a while because every day now, every day about three times, I get five text messages from the KQ Morning Show from May of 2022. Hmm. Why do I still get that? I mean, somebody has to send those. They don't automatically send themselves, do they? Something like on a device. I wonder if you have like a device that's like half there. Because like, you know, if you like sign into an old iPad or something weird like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that is. I mean, literally, it's it's from a year and a half ago, and I get it every day. Like is when it, I, because my MacBook, if I open that up, and it's like been offline for a while, all of a sudden it'll have like show me like messages that are like two years old, mm -hmm. as if they're new. Oh, really? Do you, I don't know. Is it from the same number every time? Yeah. Yeah. Then just block that number. So I just have to block the number. Yeah, and then they won't be able to text anymore. Yeah, but why is it? Because I'm sure they're not doing it. No, they're it, not. It just Especially automatically sends for some reason. It's probably like a glitch in like the programming. Yeah, just probably. Like, yeah. A glitch at that shithole? Who would have ever thought? I think it might be a glitch. It might be a glitch, a man. Glitch. It might be a glitch. Uh, yeah, I can't stand Like those calls, I get so frustrated if I answer them and I just get so pissed, irrationally so. And I know you can buy like the robo calls, like the, the, the blocker. Yeah. You can get the app that'll like answer right. it for you in weird ways. But still, you have to pay monthly for that. You shouldn't have to pay for that. I know. For just, like, convenience in your day. Just let me live my life. Yeah. Get away from me. Get away, as a Tom Bernard once said, get away from me. Get away from me right uh, now. Did you laugh the other day when I sent you a text and I guessed what you were going to say? You did. You did guess what I was going to say. I sent him a text to remind him that he was he said he was going to do something. It was just like, uh, I thought of it, and I go, hey, I'll shoot a text, because you and I talked about it real quick, just kind of giving so our booker a heads up about the time change. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote in quotes, don't tell me what to do, it sickens me, end quote, and a you. I was like, I bet you anything when he read my text, he said that out loud. Although you got it wrong. What did I do wrong? It's, don't tell me how to do it, it sickens, it sickens me. me. Ah! There's a big difference there, sister. I laugh so hard. You know when you laugh so hard, you're, you're right. I wrote, don't tell me what to do, it sickens me. Don't you. tell me how to do it. Yep. You're right. Don't tell me how to do it. It sickens me. I laughed so hard to myself. I was alone. Go goes down for a nap. I was laughing to myself. I was well, like, I'm happy for you. It was like, if he read that out loud and it was his thought, I bet that would have, that would crack, that would crack me up if somebody knew it. Like if somebody wrote something and then they wrote back, quote, that's wild, Brittany. I'd go. That's wild. That's wild. They know me well. Okay, I have to ask you a question because I don't know what this means. New dating trend, single people are embracing their cringe. Ah, what like the hell does that mean? Like their ick, like things that make you cringe. Why are you, do you have to embrace them? Are you, are you embracing your own? Or are you embracing others? embracing their cringe. Okay, G give me more context. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll click on it and see what it's all about. Do you totally nerd out on unboxing videos? Oh, what? okay. Unboxing videos is watching people open things. Um, like, oh, that's not videos, though. It is videos, yes. Well, who the hell unboxes videos? No, it's like, all... no, like they're not opening videos. They're <laughs> unboxing toys or unboxing things and showing the product. 
like my nephews. Oh, the, the videos of them unboxing. Correct. I see. Yes. Okay. Um, like my nephews could watch those for hours, especially <laughs> like if it's like a toy they're interested in. They're like, okay, now here's the third. Here's the little item that does this. And da, 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 da. like they are weirdly satisfying. I wish I would have started it years mm-hmm. ago. I think there are a few young kids that make a ton of money unboxing or unwrapping things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I would have started this 10 years, my sister was even like, you should just open up toys for video. Like that's what my, if I would have started this when my sister mentioned it. I'd be a bajillionaire. Yeah. I would never work with you guys again. That one kid makes like ten million a year just yeah. unwrapping gifts. Unwrapping, That's what he does. Unwrapping box toys, like Who buying their cares. Kids it's, love it. I just I, don't get it. I enjoy the uh, like the trading cards. Yeah, like unra- like unboxing. Those are fun. Really. I, I have accidentally ended up watching the ones that are like the little items, you know, like they have the miniatures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've watched them like, oh, I hope I get a little Cheerio box. And I'm like, why am I watching this? Yeah, it's such a weird investment because you're hoping like, oh, I hope this happens. And then it's like, well, then you close out of the window and your date goes You're like, what happened in my life? (laughs) Okay, again, do you totally nerd out on unboxing videos? If so, sharing that embarrassment, uh, tact might be the key to scoring a hot date online. And a survey, oh, no, Tevin's here. Tevin, two days in a row. A disaster. Who are you? I don't think they're on. A survey from the Plenty of Fish uh, says, the app Plenty of Fish, says the biggest trend in dating is embracing your cringe. Do you know what that means, Tevin, what embracing your cringe means? Because I don't. Um, yeah, I heard a little bit of what you guys are talking about. Yeah. About, yeah, so if somebody's, I, I would assume it's like somebody's like red flag and you're like, you know what, I'm going to ignore that. Or embracing your own kind of thing. Or is it, oh, embracing your own? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like lean into your weirdness, your yeah, weird like, side. If I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift, I can just go ahead and talk about it all the time always. Oh, no, not you. Right. Not me. Right. You don't have to, don't hide parts of yourself because you think it's going to make sense. Okay, I have a question for you. Uncomfortable. Yes. Are you wearing cologne or are you? Have you been drinking? Which one is it? No, I'm definitely wearing cologne. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't. I usually don't start drinking at nine o'clock in the nine morning. Nine o'clock in the morning. Do you also have a candy in your mouth? I just ate a candy. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's there. That's what it is, guys. The cologne with you're, the candy. You're and such before, a radio professional. And before we attack Tevin today, Brittany, I would like for you to look down at your feet, and what do you see on the ground? Because you accused me of stealing a penny. And a dime. Two pennies, to be correct. Is and it really a penny, under there? And there's a penny and really? a dime. Really? Okay. You almost, accused him of stealing your money. I, I did almost accuse him of st- I almost picked him up yesterday, but I was like, no, it's going to be better. more fun to do an on The dramatic? Reveal. Yes. Okay, there still is. I did have 12 cents, and there is 11 oh, here. Oh, way to go. <laughs> I took the other penny as a finder's fee. Yeah, so. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. I play with these a lot. <laughs> Just a typical white woman accusing a black um, man of being a thief. Is there a Oh, I thought that was your hair. Is that Judy? No, that is not my hair. Might be Judy. Is that Judy? That's insane. Well, Judy's hair is not that long, no. though. No. So I don't know whose hair that is. What is happening here? You've been rolling around on the carpet in here? You guys. I think Mike Gelfand was in the, the other day. <laughs> this is the wildest Yeah, all that hair he's got. <laughs> I forgot. Look at this. Look at There's a ton of hair. That's what dog hair, definitely. That's crazy. So was Vasilero in here again with his dog? Yeah, he's maybe. got a black lab. He's two <laughs> black labs that love me very much. It's such a Sicilian thing to do is get two black labs. Uh, they definitely, one barked at me like crazy. <laughs> Antonio de Benedetto, don't forget that. I will. Don't I'll ever forget that. I'll never say it another way. Okay, so back to this deal. Here's the deal. 47% of singles and 45 and younger. Uh, admit that they're more cringe than cool. They're not trying to hide it. 
74% of young singles say they're more likely to uh, message someone on a dating app who appears to be as cringy as they are. What are they talking about? What do you mean cringy? Cringy's like something that will make you cringe. Like That's what I thought, but what makes you cringe? I don't cringe at anything. Um, I expect it. Right, but it's like the new hip word to say. Oh, cringe is. Right, yeah, so like if you do oh, something that's awkward, they go, oh, cringe. Like So it's like embracing your awkward oh, side. God. Like if I, you found out I just have an insanely huge Pokemon collection of Pokemon cards. Yes. That's a given. You'd say, oh, that's cringe. About 67% says attractive when dates share the things they nerd out on. The definition of cringe is uh, subjective, of course, but the idea is that they're uh, authentic and aren't afraid of sharing what they're uh, passionate about, even if it isn't cool, like a niche sport, a uh, quirky hobby, a unique fandom, or just being basic. I don't understand any of this. The hell is that That's why we're mean? here to translate for you. <clears throat> basic is like this fall you're going to see a lot of women with like Ugg boots yeah. and a jean jacket and a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. Don't hate. Don't hate. We don't hate on those. No. We got a big PSLer over there. Oh, yeah. But that's Um, not a niche sport, a quick hobby, a unique fandom, or just being basic. That's none of those. Like, I think, for instance, this would be me explaining to somebody that I play uh, in a men's wiffle ball league every summer. Like, I would go hard telling them about that and not hide that. You're cringe? Some people might think so, because, you know, I'm a grown man playing wiffle ball with other grown men. I love wiffle ball. Come out and play. Tell them to back off. Andy Fish and I used to play. Oh my God, we played a lot of wiffle ball back in the day. It's so no, fun. No, no, no. You know, you used Loved to that. used to kind of hide your crazy. Yeah. And now it's like mm-hmm. just wear it as a badge. Mm-hmm. Like, could I hide my crazy? No. I didn't think so. You would no. Need, you would need quite a bit to hide. Quite, quite a is, bit of hiding. What is your nerdy thing? I don't know. If... I don't know, but I did not realize. I was talking about Doug and Heidi Becker went to dinner with us last night. They've been longtime friends and all the rest of it. And we were talking about this guy that pissed me off, all the rest of it. I said, the weird thing was when I, I told him, hey, you're kind of pissing me off. The guy acted really weird after that. And he goes, well, that's because people think you're crazy. Yeah. I said, what are you, what? They think you're crazy. Why do they think I'm crazy? They think. Why? You're crazy. Uh, probably because the crazy eyes you're giving me right now. <laughs> The hell are you talking You're about? You're aggressive. I don't mind it. I'm like... not aggressive in the least. You ever seen me be aggressive? Is this when a I get question? aggressive, it ain't pretty. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, it's not pretty when I get. I have no problem. You know, I love like I love confrontation. Like I yeah, you do. That's I have true. no problem with it. I'm like, let's deal with this. I will call people. I will whatever. I don't like hide. I have no problem with it. So I have no like I've worked with you for a very long time. I have no problem. Some people. They're not big fans of let's deal with the problem. They want to say everything's fine and then later go, oh, okay. let's talk shit about them behind their backs 400 times. My thing people is love like, to do that anyway. Like I literally, if something is in my face where I go, hey, I said this to you yesterday and I feel like you took it this way. Like, let's talk about it. Like, I will do that. And you respond well to that. Yeah. But if like there are people that don't want to hit you head on, they're never going to get along with you. But it's so weird about that because I just found out yesterday that at least once a week during a meeting over at the queue, they still badmouth me at the meeting. 
Because you're... Yeah, like why? eight months later, let it go. You, you got to love it, though. I couldn't care less No, about I just mean like you got to oh, love the, it. Yeah, the drama. Like you're, it's like you're they're going to say something in a it. meeting. I'm going to get on there. I might say a little something. They're going to say something. Like, I have not been in that building in nine months. The drama. Let it go. I love it. Like yeah. I, You know that I was there and they probably never talked about me in a meeting again? Depressing. I didn't cause yeah, chaos. Yeah, I suppose that's true. If they don't talk right. about it, it's even worse. Yeah, let them, let them talk. And especially because, like, that's everybody, no matter what job you've had, you're like, I'm going to leave this place and yeah. it's going to crumble to the ground or they're yeah. going to rue the day that well, they ever did. got me. It right. Did but, like, you're now living that dream for everybody. You're the biggest champion. But I don't talk about that. I don't badmouth them just because they fell apart. Mm-hmm. I knew they were going to fall apart. Their leadership is horrendous. See, look, so you just said in the be... same sentence, <laughs> I don't badmouth them. I'm comma. not badmouthing anybody. I let them I'm do whatever. The it's because their leadership is horrendous. And some might do interpret that. Do you see the inconsistency in That's that sentence? It's not an inconsistency. Sentence. I am not criticizing him. I'm making a, a stating a fact. Yeah, it's not subjective at all. It's not subjective at all. I've seen the numbers. Yeah, yeah. You see? Okay. You're living, like, Kevin's right. You're living our fantasy yeah. of like, screw so you, you guys. You just told me something. I just learned that's one of the reasons I don't fit in Minnesota all that well. Because I don't talk behind people's back. I just do it to your face. Yeah. I'd much rather tell you to your face you're an asshole than tell somebody else behind your back. I do right. both. That's why I do it on the air. I will, There's I'll, a person over there I can't stand. Yeah. They're a massive pain in the ass booze hound. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to talk behind their back. I'll tell everybody that's listening around the world. Yeah. That's fine. Is that. Is that part of the problem? I think that a lot of people have problems. Like, I get told all the time I have to take it easy. Like, Tevin, I'll be like, take Tevin, it don't easy. do... Tevin, I literally... How, <laughs> Tevin, when you know there's something wrong with us, how do you know? How do I... When there's Like, if there's stuff, something that you do that annoys me, how do you find out? Oh, usually it's a long text message. Now, or I'll just say, Tevin, quit doing that. Tevin, right. do you have candy in your mouth? <laughs> Right. Like, okay, first of all, yeah, did I have Kevin. you know what? <laughs> Is it time to go to break yet? <laughs> and it bl- did blend in with his cologne, though. It that did was blend nice. In with his cologne. Okay. He, had the, he had candy breath with the cologne, and it all worked out Listen, really well. It's fine. We all well, see, have different I'm, ways. But you are aggressive, and if you pretend you're not, I don't know how to deal with that. And but you, I don't know I'm being aggressive. Even though That's you're gripping the, weird the thing. table like a madman <laughs> right now. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, and you tell stories about when you used to be like what you would consider aggressive back in the day. And so then people that must have been really aggressive. Right. And so then people will be like, oh, that must be still how he is because you're still telling those stories. And you so tell like, this people, beautiful yeah. story about you on the top of the WCCO building on the roof with John Shelby. Smoking cigars. Smoking cigars. And he had to tell me not to murder people. <laughs> right. Well, he did. Oh, okay. Let's just tell him the right. truth. So I had, like yesterday, uh, I went up to this stranger at a parade and put him in a headlock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I aggressive. thought it was Lastman, though. That's, <laughs> you can't use that against me. I thought it was Last Turned so, out to not be last. So, and so yeah. when people approach but, you in the street, they're like, I don't want to be the next victim. I gotta walk on eggshells. <laughs> yeah, okay. But honest to God, it, uh, I would like to take you back to the old neighborhood no. in the old days and show you truly aggressive people. Isn't that true? Oh my god. Like I'll take a I'll take a you know, somebody walking in the room and yelling at me, calling me a disaster over actual anger, actual oh, yeah. violence, act- I don't care. Like, that's fine. But yeah, you're... I And I I have to say this about me, too. I'm loud and aggressive as well. It's fine. We're fine. I will tell you Don't some, change. My favorite... Before we move on, I'm going to tell you my favorite aggressive person story. Okay. My next-door neighbor, when I lived on 26th and Penn in, in uh, North Minnesota, my mother's house, actually, our next-door neighbor, George, was a U.S. postal worker. And he came to me and he goes, Tommy, 
I got a story for you. You're going to love this one. I know above all people, you're going to love this more than anybody. Said when I go by the, you know, the the kinder care down the block down here, or I guess it was down the road further, but all the little children, the three and four year olds, rush to the fence and go, "Mr. Mailman, Mr. Mailman, do you have any mail for me?" Because he would always save the garbage mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't going to get delivered anyway, and you know it had little shiny medallions on it or whatever. Yeah. And he'd always hear this. Here's some mail came for you today. As a matter of fact, and he'd give all these little kids. The fake mail that That's is actually, a felony. I think it is. No, no, no. This was all stuff that was thrown away. But like, he I would mean, bring it with him. I actually think like it's really cute, but I do feel like yeah. it might yeah. be illegal okay. to do that. But I do like him. But yeah. the best part of it all, he goes, Tommy, here, you're gonna love what happened to me today. I said, okay, what? He said, there's always one little kid. He's four years old, and he, when I come, he leans up against the building, and sucks on his finger, not his thumb, but his forefinger. He sucks on his finger. And just stands there watching us all. Yeah. He never comes over to the fence. So I finally got this package I found in the trash at the U.S. Postal Work. So, yeah, it wasn't mail that was going to be delivered. It was already thrown Mm -hmm. away. He said it was wrapped in a blue ribbon, had a huge gold medallion on it. It was just this beautiful package. So I figured this is going to draw this kid over to the fence. Absolutely. Finally, it's going to be great. So I gave out all the other kids their their mail. Fake mail. (laughs) Their fake mail. And I said... I can't remember the kid's name, just the little boy. I'm going to go yeah, with the yeah. little boy. <laughs> and he, the kid said it all, by the way. I'm going to have to shorten it. But So he said, hey, come on over. I got this special package for you. And I held it up at the blue ribbon. Had the, and the kid looked at it and saw it. And he was very interested in it. And he kind of sauntered over. He didn't run over. He didn't walk over. He kind of sauntered over, you know, kind of keeping an eye on me and everybody else. And he stuck in his finger the whole time. He's doing this. And he gets there, and he's standing at the fence. And he goes, look at this. I brought this just for you. And the four-year-old goes, F you. <laughs> now that kid. A little four-year-old kid. Grew up to be Tom Bernard. Yes. The greatest story That's I've ever heard. That's where the aggression started. Dang. Talk about Jaden. Uh. He's Four years old. Hey, F you. Oh, he didn't say F you. He said the whole thing. And this thing. is back in the day pre-Amazon. <laughs> like, you're not getting things in the mail. This is an exciting moment. I love that so much. I love that story. Why did you get bent? Whoa. <laughs> Take it easy, Timmy. And that's why, like... The mail best. postal workers are just throwing mail away. Like, what's the protocol? On You're really worried through? about this mail <laughs> part. Like, somebody doesn't have a package because he gave it to little Johnny down on. No, no, this stuff has already been thrown away. It was away. already thrown out. <laughs> Don't worry we, about logistics. Why are we throwing it away? Shouldn't it go like back to sender? <laughs> okay, f you. How about that? Following the little kid's lead. Yeah, yeah, right, Tevin. Uh, uh, this is why our postal service is a nightmare. Oh. He did everything right. He was a wonderful. I'm so glad that I just mentioned. Now I'm going to hear this the rest of my. But what if they were breaking federal law? Like, what no. committing felonies so we can play it's, Santa Claus in North Minneapolis? I can relate to that so hardcore. Like the amount of because like, there's so many kids in our neighborhood, and I just want them all to like me, and so I like have them all. We have the invisible oh, fence yeah. for the dog, so I have them all over. Oh yeah. Um, and if there's one I know that's like, I would be the same thing. I would steal mail. <laughs> To make that kid happy, I don't. I know he didn't illegally do he it. He did not. But I illegally. would. Okay, I'm gonna go on the record. If I like knew that I could win a kid over by causing a federal, yeah, probably. It's like here, take your neighbor's electric bill. <laughs> okay, Big I'm gonna deal. move on to a different neighbor now. Everything's paperless, to, anyways. This is called distracting my coworkers. I'm gonna. Let, 
okay, the guy that lived next, okay, he lived next door to me. Yeah. And then the guy that lived one more door down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had a delivery to his house every month. You remember what it is? Because I've told you this before. A delivery Every to his month house. he had something delivered to his house. What could he possibly have delivered to his house? You can't remember, can you? Mm-mm. Depends on how many days in the month. Anywhere from 28 in February to 31 in some other months. Every month. Toilet paper. Nope. Every month, a semi full of grain belt beer. I was just going to say beer. beer. I was going to say alcohol after I said toilet paper. (laughs) Grain belt. They would bring in 31 cases of beer to his house every month. That is ridiculous. (laughs) That's insane. Okay. Am I crazy? Yes. Where I go, thank you. I go, I work so hard. We all work so hard. And then there's these people that like get DoorDash alcohol to their house every week. How? I'm sitting here going, okay, should I buy this at Costco to save some money? And this person's getting, like, how are they thriving? Isn't that amazing? And especially to be like, because if you're drinking a case of beer a day, like now you're drunk all day, you're hungover. Like, I don't, it's hard enough to come in to work after like drinking three beers. Or like sleeping a little bit weird. I slept on my pillow weird and now I don't want to come to work. I will tell you that the guy... Because I know that I didn't remember the guy's name. I, I probably wouldn't use it anyway. But he drank all day long, so it wasn't like he got drunk at night. Yeah. yeah. He just always had a beer in his hand all day long. Yeah. And you couldn't tell the difference in his personality. No, because he was like that was his. It was like that all the baseline. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It was very very weird. That's sad. Should I bring Dougie into the mix? Yeah. I'll, I'm do? getting him on the phone so here. In a speaking minute. of getting grain belt it. delivered. Speaking of. Speaking of booze hounds. Drinking all day. Not having a job. Typical. You it know, is typical. You're absolutely right. He not having a real job. Wet alcohol. That guy must have just. Oh, when you're you drinking that, that much. Right. Yeah. Like. You got that right. I used to hate. You know, especially when I quit drinking, I used to hate when my boyfriends would drink beer because there was always like a smell in their sweat after, mm, like yeah. that yeasty smell yep. the next day. God, yeah. I haven't had a beer in what 12, 13 years now. That's weird. Yeah. It's not alcohol beer. I think I, I, Were you ever that into beer? Eh, when I was younger, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was well, a big the, wine guy. Like the non-alcoholic beer. Ugh. I feel like beer doesn't taste good enough no. for me to want to drink a 0% I, Heineken. I agree. Like, no. 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 There's a buzz. I don't want this. Right. It's just so funny when people, yeah. And people are very sweet. A lot of times I'll go to people's houses and they'll have like NA beer for me and I'll open up one because I know they bought it for me mm-hmm. or me or, you know. But I'm always like, what a waste of calories. Also, you can get hung over from it. Can you really? Yeah, I oh, had I a friend. Not know that. I had a friend who just got sober and she her friend had gotten her non-alcoholic wine for their party. Mm-hmm. The next day, woke up dehydrated and hung over as really? all heck. Yeah, cuz it's like there's elements that are still in there that cause your hangover besides oh, the I alcohol. Suppose. That makes sense. Like I was like, talk about the worst right. That's the worst trade-off in the history. Worst of trade-off like, ever. You're not drunk, but you still get to wake up hungover tomorrow? Yeah, no thank you. It's true. We got Dougie, I'm thinking. No. Not yet? Oh, not yet? Okay. So just let me know. We, we, uh, we can take care of it. But we do need to figure out what's Tevin's <clears throat> cringe. Like, what's your ick? Tell us what your nerdy thing is. What's my, your ick? My nerdy thing? I don't know if I have... A, like a nerdy thing that's like off the wall. Like I mean, I'll scream at the television for Vikings that's games. Like for everyone. yeah, the so <laughs> well, that's real nice. My girlfriend is a huge Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, and that's we played Week One, and it obviously did not go well not for great. the Minnesota Vikings. And would you guys was, watch it together? Yeah, and probably shouldn't have done that. You just and you she, two and Prince. Yeah, and wow. she was like, 
she's like, oh, like she's loving the game because they're winning and she thought they were going to be bad. And so she kind of like tries to sit next to me. I was like, I need you to get away from me and go yeah. sit on the other end of the couch. Like we're, we're not vibing right now. No, like, I know that. We can, we can talk tomorrow. But I like that. I was playing Justin in tennis the other day and I'm a better <laughs> tennis player than him. Like I actually play in a league and all that stuff, but I was mm -hmm. playing so badly and he was playing so well. He won the first two games. And he's like, aren't you going to cheer me on? And I go, can I also be mad right now? Right. Like, I, I, I normally am like, good shot here and there. But that's when I'm winning. Like, when I'm killing him 6-0. But when he was first winning 2-0, I was like, no. Like, you're not going to get the nice Brittany. You're going to get the pissed off that none of my serves are landing in Brittany. Like, there will yep. be no good shots from me. I'll just, yep. like eye roll and he's like aren't we having fun and i'm like just don't touch me right. no, he like was... wants kisses in between and i'm like get bent yeah no it's fun when i'm winning i know like, it's and not then fun i can be sweet winning, right. oh those were great shots we had a really you had really good hits over there but i have to like win the point <laughs> to be nice right it's like that's only human okay i have to ask a question here because i just saw a headline uh -oh. i hope this is not serious oh i hope it's not that one headline again that we had to figure out in labyrinth yeah there you go Jeez. Injury to Lewis overshadows Castro's huge game and 7-0 Twins win over. Please don't tell me that Lewis is hurt badly. Oh, no. I hope not because that's the season right there. That is the season right there. If he's, yeah. That guy is amazing. He's one of those guys who does everything right. Uh, I went to the story here. It hasn't clicked in yet where I can scroll down. It will any second now. But, uh, yeah, Twins crush red 7-0. Royce Lewis leaves game with injury overshadowing Willie Castro's huge game. Uh, here's the story. Royce Lewis limped off the field after a foul ball swing in the eighth inning. His uncertain status pushed to the background. Willie Castro's excellent night in the field and at the plate. Um, after Carlos Correa exited Monday night's game because he aggravated an injury in his left foot. Yeah, there's a plantar fasciitis, I think. Right? Yeah, and they said he's been playing with it, sounds like, most of the year. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, Royce Lewis left Tuesday night's game with left hamstring tightness after he fouled off a pitch in the eighth inning. Lewis immediately grimaced and limped as he uh, looked. Uh, he took a lap around home plate. Lewis has 36 hits and 37 RBIs in his last 32 games. Jesus. Just on fire. That is amazing. Initially tried to wave off acting manager Jace Tingler and trainer Amasa. Uh, is it Abe or Abe? Could be Amasa Abe probably. After Lewis mentioned it was uh, his hamstring, Tingler told Lewis he was coming out of the game, which overshadowed his win, 7 nothing victory. So we don't know how serious it is yet. Is that, the, is that the deal? Yeah, and if it was just hamstring tightness and he didn't yeah, pull yeah. it, like I would probably not play him for a couple games just to make sure that yeah, everything's probably. on the up and up. And it's not like you need to win any of these games necessarily. Um, so, yeah, I would probably just err on the side of caution, make sure he's ready to go for the playoffs. And yeah, I agree. Good to go. All right, I did just get a text message from Amy Daniels, who is the program director of the note for Hubbard or whatever. What's mm -hmm. her title? She's Other than massive pain in the ass. She is Queen Czar. Queen Czar. Goddess. Um, the showtime on the show is going to stay at 7 to 10 a.m. for one more week, so you will not be in on Monday and Tuesday. I'll, I'll, let me, let me, I got to try to find a babysitter for Monday, Tuesday, I have a class. So but we'll figure it out. But if you can't do it, you can't do it. It's only for one more week after this week anyway. Because they don't want Tommy to go to bed and wake up at 3.15. Are you coming in? Yep, I will be life. here Monday. Are you going to be here Dang, Monday? That's, that's, 7 a.m.? Yeah, that's where my first day of I'm being here every day of the week. So, yeah, one more week. You're going to be here then? Absolutely. I'll make right. it work. I'll so we'll just work. have Tevin fill in for you. 
Because you're a disaster mm. anyway. Actually, I, that makes me nervous because when somebody's more talented and it fills in for you, you that's get a little everybody, nervous. everybody, though. That is a good point. I mean, that's like everybody. We could pull somebody off the street. I, You're actually not. <laughs> you're not wrong. She just goes, you're not wrong. Damn. Job security, not not for me. All right, we do have to go to break, so we'll have Dougie after the break. Sounds right? great. Yeah, I'm on it. Call. Do you want to do the my pillow then? Lead I will this? absolutely do that right now. We'll be right back. Dougie will be with us at that time. Y'all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the my slippers, Giza sheets, my pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So... Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine as lake season throttles down. Trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge, to protect your passion. Call today about Power Lodge Miller Marine's limited-time winterization specials. They're offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious I said luxurious Bennington with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of rebates. This is the best time of the year to buy, and there's nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes with beautiful color-changing cruises. You know what I'm talking about. Need a power upgrade? They'll store that new motor for you, too. Prepare now and bundle up your boat for a worry-free launch next spring. Pontoon Passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat from my personal buddies at The Lodge and Miller Marine. Throttle therapy on and off the water at MillerMarine.com. And, of course, PowerLodge.com. Oh, and if you mention Tommy sent you from the Tom Bernard Morning Show, before the uh, summer is done, you'll receive total consciousness. So you got that going for you, which is nice. This season, your coffee orders are getting warmer and your outfits are getting cozier. The world keeps changing, and so does COVID-19. That's why this season's COVID-19 shots have been updated. They're one of the best ways to help protect yourself against COVID-19. You can get a COVID-19 shot at the same visit as a flu shot if you're due for both, as recommended by the CDC. Talk to your healthcare provider to learn more and schedule at vaccines.gov. And don't forget to get extra cinnamon spice. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Morning Show. We've got the one and only Doug Sprinthal on the phone. Hey, Doug. Brittany, have you taken voice-lowering medication this morning? Oh, yeah. So I got uh, a lot of notes from the show that said I need to be sexy. And so I said, how could I be sexy? So I told my one-year-old, hey, sneeze in my mouth. And she said, game on. And now Ah. I'm finally sexy. So she gave you Suzanne Plachette disease. That's what I'm working on. Hey, hey, Doug, tell us. 
What's got four <laughs> wheels and purrs like a kitten? Oh my gosh, this is disturbing. <laughs> it's not so much the voice as the eyes she's making across the table. <laughs> she says it's got, hard to be this sexy, you guys. She got in full character there. I leaned into hey, it. You're preaching to the choir, sister. I know, it's tough. Uh, I was tailgating uh, the car you sold Tom Bernard the other day. He was pretty pissed about that. In my defense, when you're following a Mustang, you think they're going to be flying. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. And Tom is a little tailgate sensitive, I've noticed over the years. Honestly, I don't feel like it was get... that bad. I've been, like, really tapping into, like, who's following. It, it wasn't on the highway. It was on the side streets here. I don't feel like I was that close, but I had to kind of own that I was close. I, once I realized it was him, I go, he's going to have a problem with this. <laughs> Where you just randomly happen to be following him somewhere? Um, like... Where do you think, Tevin? Think about where's a place that we go every day together at the okay. same time. Oh, are you neighbors? Do you guys pull out of the driveway if you at the ask same Tom, time and follow Thomas each Bernard, other? Thomas Bernard, we are neighbors. Even though he lives in Edina and I live in Eden Prairie, he's convinced we live a foot apart. Oh, so you live in two different cities. Yep. But uh, where so do we go? it's crazy for me to think. Where do we go? To, what are, I'm, just, I'm just like, saying, Doug, where yes. would you assume that we were driving to together? Well, yeah, I assume you're driving to work, Thank right? Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know what? It could have been somewhere else, Doug. We're both going to yoga. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not going to yoga or the pound hound, right? Yes. Or the hound pound. Yeah. <laughs> get that backwards. Like, he's not going to secondhand hounds. He's not going to uh, lifetime fitness. You're definitely going into work together, but yeah. Uh, so, Doug, you were giving me a heart attack over here this morning because I was trying to get a hold of you, and I, and, and I couldn't. But it sounds like you were in the midst of, what, some some heated auto auctions? Well, yeah. So there's uh, two uh, auto auctions for dealers in the Twin Cities. And back before the Internet was vibrant, you would go to these things physically and you'd just compete. You know, it's just kind of like a cattle auction, really, but just with cars. It's crazy. Um, but there, I met Minneapolis Auto Auction, which is the big one, and they're running a bunch of uh, brand new Fords that got damaged in a hailstorm. And those are the kind of things you have to actually put your eyes on. You can't just go, well, you know, the condition report says this, because mm -hmm. they can be bad or they can be salvageable. So I drove out here this morning, and I haven't been to this place in 15 years. Um, and I'm running into all my old friends that I haven't seen in 15 years. And good God, have they gotten old in the last 15 Ew, years. Ew, gross. <laughs> my, phone in the my phone in the pocket. And I was like, who the hell is calling me? This is, God, I'm having fun. Leave me out. Oh, shit, that's right. I'm supposed to do a commercial. So. Did you find anything? I, it's just starting right now. So there's, there's about six or seven that I've got my eye on. I think we can fix them. Or a couple of them are work trucks. They're brand new. <clears throat> And people that buy work trucks might not necessarily care if they get hail nets on them. Can I do the intro now? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Oh, you're back. Where have you been, Tom? I will tell you, you as soon. Spot. As soon as you're done, I will tell you where I've been. Oh God, it's no, drama. Right. Somebody tailgating you again <laughs> in the bathroom. No, you're gonna like this. Welcome on the line, Doug Sprinthal, live. He's the new GM from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of the new Mustang EV that I go everywhere in. It is fast online flagshipford.com so dougie you, you did the, the spot i thought it was sounded magnificent well i was just getting started but thank you okay well we'll do that i'll tell you what where i was and then you can do the spot is that going to work for you sure perfect so i walk out the door and as i walk out the door i said oh christ there's somebody out here <laughs> right i don't know if you guys heard me say uh -oh. that. Oh, no. the guy said christ there's somebody out here i'm walking along and there are two guys in front of me 
and they're looking for a sweet number here, and they can't find it and all the rest of it. And all of a sudden, one of the guys turns around and goes, are you Tom Bernard? And I said, yeah. And he goes, are, so are you working in this building? I said, yeah, we have a studio right down there. You guys know Nick Anselmo, right? Oh, sure. Nick, Nick Anselmo? Nick Anselmo was at... Nope. at um, he was the GM at CCO for a long time, At CCO right? for a long okay. time. Okay. He, then he was uh, he ran a country station. and uh, Yeah, he's, he's, he's the guy that launched K-102 as country, I think. He is, absolutely. He's also the one that brought Howard Stern to town. And one thing I, I just found out from Chad, his nephew, Chad, his nephew was out there. This is what really cool because the two guys turned out to be Chad, Mick Anselmo's nephew. Mick Anselmo's a big GM in radio in town forever. And Chad told me, but I used to listen to you instead of his stuff. <laughs> really kind of cold. But then the guy with him, JT, and you know why his initials are JT? Huh. You guys are not going to remember this restaurant because it was when I was a little kid. It used to be right over where, you know, the Good Day Cafe is now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a Jolly Troll restaurant there. And there was a, the troll would move back and forth, the neon sign. Oh. The troll would move. And I told him. That's why his name is JT, because there was a Jolly Troll, and then his initials are JT oh, now because funny. of that. funny. That's his legacy. And I said, I remember the first time I saw that. I was a little kid, like probably five years old, something like that. And I said to my mother, what's a Jolly Troll? Because <laughs> I had never heard of Jolly Troll before. But what a night. I, man, they were just raving about the show, and they're, they're big listeners, and just really, really nice. They've been listening. I said... For 37 years, they're listening again. But that's where... Sorry I was so late, Dougie, but... Uh, no, you should have brought him in. It'd be more interesting than a car commercial. Oh, I don't think... Not when you're talking about Ford, or, you know, flagship yeah. Ford and all the rest of it. But you well, know how, how great that is? I I keep in this building running into people that have no idea we're in this building, which is really kind of cool. You know what I mean? Well, you, you do have a voice people remember. I'll never forget. Oh, that's true, we were yeah. going to the dispensary in Vegas, and it's you and me and Lastman and uh, Scott. And this guy behind me goes, hey, are you Tom Bernard? Tom turns around and goes, well, yeah, I am. He goes, man, I uh, lived in Wisconsin 28 years ago and used to listen to you every morning. He hasn't heard you in 28 <laughs> years, and, he's getting, and you're in the line for the dispensary in Las Vegas, and he knows who you are. I know, that's you so amazing. You a unique uh, set of pipes. It's a weird voice. Is that what you're trying to say? You weirdo. No, it's, it's worked out pretty well, I think. But Chad and JT said to say hello to everybody. They were very, very nice. Huge listeners, so thank you so much. It was a very pleasant, so I'm sorry I was late, but it was, it was very pleasant. You know what I mean? No, it's fine. We okay. were having fun. Now I want to hear your commercial. Thank you, Jay, for spacing out the commercial. So uh, I've been buying a lot of used <laughs> electric Mach-E's, and we've been selling them uh, just really pretty quickly. In fact, we're selling one to a guy from Georgia right now. And I bought a couple of used uh, Lightnings from Ford. These are the F-150 all-electrics. And I thought, you know, I'm going to drive one of these for a day or two and see what they're really like. Holy buckets, it's the nicest truck that I've ever driven. In fairness, they do not do everything that a gas-powered F-150 will do. If you want to tow snowmobile trailers out to Yellowstone, I would not recommend this truck. But if you only drive 300 miles a day or so and you want something that's got 800 horsepower and goes 0 to 60 in 4 seconds, this is pretty cool. So this one that I'm driving has got 6,000 miles on it. It's priced $20,000 under original MSRP. So if you're interested, or if you just want to come out and see what these electrics are about, we've got three or four used Mach-E's. We just got another new one in yesterday. 
Uh, and the, they're starting to take off. I think part of it is because you keep raving about them, and people go, well, which is the one that Tom drives? I love that car, man. I, seriously, yeah. I love that yeah, car. I love it, too. I wanted to get a closer look of it when I was driving behind you. Yep. Oh, you mean when you were tailgating the piss out of me? You mean like that? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Leave Suzanne Flechette alone. Leave me alone, Leave me sexy alone. beast. Don't bring up Suzanne Plachette, because every time I hear her name, I think of the she and Bob Newhart waking up like 20 years later in bed together, and his second show she wasn't on, he was dreaming about the whole time. That Damn. was the best wrap-up for a sitcom it was, ever. ever. It was just, whoever thought ever. of that one, this is going to just effing kill it. Because everything think, else sucks. You know, the last yeah, years yep. was terrible. MASH was awful. That one... And, and you don't even see her, if I remember right. You just hear a voice going, oh, Bob, he would probably bad pizza or whatever she's right it's hysterically funny it's true as a matter of fact pass you have anything right, good to say back to the auto auction i gotta I go to oh you do okay uh, uh, an auto you legend carry on they call you an auto legend in this why do i have Stop to keep saying with that? that shit i hate that <laughs> it's so weird because he wrote it right. doug wrote that i did not write it you wrote i sorry we're losing you doug right. good luck at the auction bye uh, radio I hate you, legend i hate Hope you, you get drug. Oh <laughs> too late Doug is uh, Doug's one of those people who automatically thinks he's a legend. So that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly it. Yeah. An auto legend, Doug Sprinthal from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Twenty minutes east of the metro, head to flagshipford.com. And of course, please welcome Jeff Passel. People are raving about your appearances, man. They love you. Well, uh, I'm glad that my uh, mother and a couple of my brothers could call in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It'll sound the same. You yeah. Know, <laughs> uh, it, uh, uh, he was talking about uh, the Suzanne Pochette. I think you did get a brief glance of her where she leaned up off the pillow, gave him a little turn, and said, oh, Bob, go back to bed. Or yes, like yeah, that's that. exactly right. But it was the it best finish ever. And amongst the stinkers, he didn't mention Seinfeld. The yeah. final Seinfeld is terrible. 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 Uh, yeah, probably the best-known final bad uh, episode a bad final episode there ever was. Sopranos was rough. Sopranos was rough, but like you really don't know how. There's yeah. another way you could end like such a crazy. Like, but they left you on such a what happened. But Seinfeld yeah. was worse in a weird way because you found out what happened and you were just not satisfied. Yeah, and plus uh, sitcoms, uh, you want to uh, have a surprise, but also a laugh. And yeah. Seinfeld's was just far-fetched and stupid. Agreed. You know? It yeah. was. Yeah. It was not good at all. No question about it. Uh, how bad is Royce Lewis pass? Well, they say it's day-to-day, so that's Damn. the good part of it. Okay. You know, and uh, the magic number's three, so they can probably afford to rest them. Uh, what do they have? Uh, about nine games left, uh, eight yeah. games, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, uh, they are playing today. Um, Bailey Ober on the mound against uh, a guy who's a so-so pitcher. So we'll see if the Twins can uh, win one on a getaway day. Then they head west. They have a and they finish with that West Coast uh, road swing at uh, what California against the Angels. Then uh, Oakland, and then uh, two with the Rockies to close it up in Colorado. But you know uh, with the uh, uh, magic number three in the way Cleveland's playing, they can't even beat Kansas City for crying out loud. So 
the the cards are falling the Twins' favors when it uh, it comes to uh, game play and whatnot. But injury wise, there's concerns with the Correa's foot, and now uh, Lewis, the, arguably their best player, uh, on the shelf with the bad hamstring. Unbelievable! Is it today? Is that a gay day? Uh, a day game today? It's a day game, yeah. I thought so. Yep. Yeah, because getaway day usually is. So it's a yep. probably about at eleven thirty start, something like that. I think it's eleven thirty noonish, right in there. Somewhere in there. You right. know, I I did notice something uh, watching the game last night. Uh, I generally tend to not pay attention too much to whatever this guy says. But Tim Laudner in the post game. Lauds. <laughs> there you go. No, he, he made a point, and he said something. You know when somebody says something, and you know they want to say something else, and they're not saying it, but by not saying it, it says a lot? Does that make sense to yeah, you? Yeah, it does, yep. Okay. I think Lauds did that last night mentioning how many players are pulling their hamstring running to first base. You yeah, know, it, true. Yeah. It's it, it you you rarely saw that happen. And I don't know if there uh, uh I think there was another uh element that he wanted to throw in the mix there but he figured he shouldn't and uh I'd love to pick his brain about it. My guess is that these guys are, are are so bulked up these days that uh, their muscles just aren't as loose. And that would be my guess. Uh, but, you know, don't get me wrong. Laudner was a strong guy and everything. But uh, those guys didn't, let's just say they didn't overdo it in the weight room. <laughs> okay? Right, right. Yeah. So, um I don't know, uh, at least it's day-to-day with Lewis, and they certainly have plenty of uh, platoon players to fill in. I mean, look at last night. Jeffers comes in and uh, hits a home run, for crying out loud. Right. Um, uh, uh, Castro has been great ever since he came back to eternal <laughs> leave. Oh, by the way, congratulations to Rocco Baldelli and his wife on the birth of twins. Oh, yeah, that's great. Zeno and Nino. You named your kid Zeno? And Nino. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Well, they're Italian. Yeah, but Zeno? I've heard of Nino before. (laughs) I was deployed with a guy named Zeno. It actually ends up being kind of cute. Zeno Caravan. Oh, there you go. And, you know, maybe it's a a hereditary uh, thing. You know, there might be... And in his family or something. So. Yeah, I think it's kind anyway, of cute. Yeah. So uh, over tonight, and I remember watching him at spring training this past uh, spring, that guy, or maybe it was last year, he's got to be about 6'8". Oh. By, by the time he steps off the mound, he's halfway to home. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quick stride. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what they can do. Uh, do you want to talk a little Vikings? Yeah. Love to, I no. think. <laughs> I saw a stat yesterday that uh, Viking fans uh, fear, and that is, uh, it was in Sports Illustrated, I believe, uh, the Vikings at 0-2, no team that started 
0-3 has made the playoffs since 2002. God, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, most of the times teams that start 0-3 are not good teams, so they rarely turn it around. And I think the Vikings right. are definitely going to fall into to yeah. that category, yeah. unfortunately. Well, uh, and if you think 0-2 uh, start is bad, the Bengals started 0-2 last year, and look how far they got. So, you know, you can turn it around. Uh, it's not going to be easy for the Vikings. And now throw in the mix uh, trade rumors about Kirk Cousins. Dang. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know that the Jets, excuse me, will pull the trigger on that one. I think if the Vikings lose this week and somehow we lose to the Panthers and the Jets struggle, then I think it gets a little bit more realistic because the Jets are in a win now situation. And I, well, and, yeah, now it becomes more pressured on them. But I mean, yeah. at least it's, you know, it's not really being re- uh, refuted. And then you you have a guy like uh, Kyle Rudolph. Uh, former Viking tight end who Cousins threw plenty of balls to, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> suggesting that it would be wise of the Vikings to listen. And, you know, uh, perhaps so, uh, because uh, the Jets could be in a very desperate situation and you could get something that really helps your ball club for the future while mm-hmm. suffering during the current. So, yeah. Wait, so, like, if they trade this, we'd be trading for a better spot yeah, essentially, I don't know what Jet picks fix. the Jets have, okay. but yeah, we would send them for because Kirk's contract is expiring at the end of this year anyway. We're probably not going to re-sign him, no, and then the right. college group of quarterbacks that are coming up. There's probably four, maybe five that are can be. You know, so the idea is to get a better pick for a yeah. draft for a later, and yeah. and they could use for well, hopefully yeah. a quarterback, but, but like whatever. Is, yeah, but this is why I don't understand that the Vikings. Uh, why didn't the Vikings? Well, they did with that. Kid two years ago they drafted, I guess, that was a total bust. I yeah. can't remember his name. But they should have drafted another one this year, knowing uh, that that guy wasn't going to make it. So about another quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, they took I mean, uh, Jaron Hall, I believe, in the fifth round as kind of a project-type yeah. player. But, yeah, they haven't drafted anybody high in the draft. They didn't – let's just say they didn't steal anybody in the no. later rounds. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah there you go. I mean, wasn't wasn't Brady a sixth-round pick? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, there, are, there are great players that are, uh, you know, mid-round picks yeah. often. Well, even the starting quarterback that led the San Francisco 49ers deep into the playoffs last year, Brock Purdy, was literally the last pick in the draft. Yeah. Right. Mr. Uh, what Mr. Irrelevant, the, yeah. Irrelevant, yeah, right. So – uh, you've got the Vikings uh, uh, playing a, an 0-2 Chargers team, so they're both facing that same thing. You start 0-3, you better figure out what you're going to do because uh, you won't be making playoff uh, plans probably. And then uh, the Gophers, uh, they have a chance now to get back on track at uh, Northwestern on Saturday. So uh, uh, it's going to be uh, a bit of a climb in the Big Ten for them. Uh, hopefully they can get uh, some success and confidence with their old line and uh, a win because uh, leading up to Michigan, <laughs> that's going to be that could be real ugly playing against Michigan. Oh God, can you even imagine that? And the other thing about Kirk Cousins, I, I'm going backward a little bit, but guy's never won anything. I just wanted to. He's never won anything. No. Well, if you look back at Michigan State and all of that, yeah, I mean. Uh, Look, the guy's got a phenomenal arm. He does, yep. He does. 
And he's a very, very kind man. That's what and, everybody you know, tells me. Yep, they do. Uh, there's no personal attack on the guy, but, you know, yes, when it he is. comes to sports, nice guys, what do they say, right? That's uh, the old last. That's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of nice guys, congrats to Tom Lydon, who's hanging up uh, his career at Fox 9. I saw that after, what, 35 years or some damn thing? Uh, uh, yeah, I think 30 to 35 years. And I will say this, he and Jeff Ballion, there was no better investigative pair of reporters. Those guys, the stuff they could dig up was unbelievable. That's awesome. And and they both had the nerve to get writing these people's faces, you know. Right. Yeah, I tried to get him I on. I remember the one guy. Oh, you tried to get him on? I tried to get Lydon on several times. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, you know, he's. I, I think there's something about him. He really loves what he does uh, and then delivering when he has the goods. But I also think there's a shyness about the guy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or he just likes to keep everything close to the vest. Uh, uh, but congratulations to him. I still remember mm-hmm. with Jeff Ballion, uh, in the old on the old radio show when he went after some guy in a junkyard who was an immigrant. Uh, they, that there was cheating on the taxes or something. And the guy uh, ran up to the car, uh, pounding on the glass, you are messing around with the wrong people, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the sir at the end. You it's... are an animal. You, you are an animal, sir. <laughs> and I then the top line one that I love, all-timer, uh, uh, Jesse Ventura was governor, and... The heat was starting to come on from the media, and so he wouldn't do interviews with anyone, and he was, you know, getting uh, very frustrated. But he went on NPR, and so Lydon waited for him in the hallway outside the studios at NPR. And Lydon looks at him and says, Mr. Governor, how are things going? And Jesse Ventura just looks at him and goes, and Tom Lydon goes, (laughs) Tom Lydon says, oh, that well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's I love so it. funny. I love that. That's how life, uh, yeah. That's how lo- life should work, no question about it. Pass, another great report, sir. We got you again tomorrow, thank God. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Have a great day. It's going to be a beauty, huh? It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. The weather's looking magnificent. Thanks, right. Pass. Bye-bye. Speaking of that, here is the uh, the uh, weather report. Mostly sunny and warm today with a high of 85. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and warm with a high of 82. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, there's a chance of, of showers, but not like rainstorms or anything like that. Currently, it is partly cloudy and 67 degrees. Partly cloudy, 67 now, but mostly sunny with a high of 85 later on today. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner, replaced, 
or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to saberheating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E heating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Now at Staples, the prices of HP printers are dropping. Save on HP Smart Tank and enjoy even more savings on ink. Save on the HP Inkjet, perfect for high-quality picks. Save on HP Laser Printers, great for tackling high-volume document printing. Now through September 30th, save on Staples' entire selection of HP printers, some as low as $69.99. With HP printer price drops at Staples, now is the time to upgrade to HP, America's most trusted printer brand. See staples.com slash HP for details. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, 9.51 right now, 9 minutes till 10 o'clock. Star Tribune this morning, the head... Uh, the head ad, the lead ad, fear is here only at the Mall of America. Onion Head's Revenge. Okay, so we were talking crap about it until I went to the link. It's kind of spooky. Is it right? spooky? Yeah. yeah. So like, it says get tickets. So I click on get tickets? Yeah, and so I clicked on get tickets, and there's general mission, fast pass, monster pass. So, you know, monster how to spend pass. more money. Right. But I'm trying to figure out how much it costs. Three ways. Let's do general admission and see what happens. Good plan. $39.95 each? Jesus. Now I am scared. I'm terrified. Like, am I might. Did you guys ever do, like, the Valley Scare no. stuff? I went yeah. there. It actually, like, the haunted houses and stuff inside, pretty scary. Like, I, it, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. I did the one that is a little bit north of here that's pretty well known the haunted hayride that has oh, the yeah. big scary. Oh, yep. I had <clears> a <throat> buddy that works on that. It Where was is that again? terrifying. At one point, I was like, I want to be done. I yeah. would like to be done right now because big I was like. Baby. It was. They they are. There was one in North Dakota when I was going to NDSU, and so like a bunch of my football teammates and stuff, we went, 
and there was a point where we got off this bus and we're like walking this guy comes out of a cornfield with yeah. a chainsaw like starts it yeah and my friend takes off and ran a good <laughs> hundred yards but quickly because he's a football player right. and he goes into the next house and so i like kind of run after him to see like what juju's doing yeah he is in the corner in a hallway in this house like Aww. in the fetal position like rocking back and forth. me and Allie. how old were you uh, we're probably like 21, 22. Oh my like God. I, it was terrifying. Me and Allie went to that, the haunted hayride. God, I'm trying to remember the name of, what is it called? What Do you know they remember the name that your friend works at, the haunted hayride out north, AJ? His name is? No, no, the name of the place. Oh, I don't know. I'll look it up. Um, But it's like so oh, scary. At one point, me and Allie were both like, we're about halfway done, we find out, because it's long. Yeah. And I was like, if I could leave right now, I would. Because there was, like, these optical illusions of things. Dead end hay right yeah. in Wyoming. Yep. Where it, is it? Where? Wyoming. Yeah. Wyoming, Minnesota, okay. Yes. It was, at one they have these, like, optical illusions that really mess with, like, your center of gravity. And that threw mm. me off a lot. And then there's just, like, a lot of, like, we know we're going to get scared feelings. And they separate you so much. Yep. I was like, I want to be done. And then what's the other one that they do that's here in the cities that's, like, well-known, where they change it up every year? Oh, God, what is the name of it? There's one here that's, like, really well-known, and it's you start out, they they have you in your group, and they separate you into, like, five different rooms, so you're with pure strangers. And then it was pitch black in a room, and I was with three people I'd never <laughs> met before. And I death grip the guy and I say, I know, listen, I'm married. I don't want, like, I'm so sorry, but I'm so scared right now. He goes, it's okay. And he was like grabbing me back. He was like, I'm scared Because it was too. pitch black in a room with three people you've never met. And you have to get out of that That's room terrifying. to start. Yeah. And it just got scarier. It was insane. So you're not signing up for like those fear camps that you can go to? No, no. <laughs> no? What's a fear camp? So it's like, the, obviously you have the scary movies where it's like Friday the 13th and you're all mm -hmm. in a cabin. So they have those set up where you and like five friends can go rent out to be in this cabin. And really? then, yeah, they have where like if you're inside, the tent is like a safe zone. If you're out, but if you're outside, like they can grab you, hit you, like you sign a waiver beforehand saying I would, we're not responsible. What do you mean hit you? Because they're like pretending to murder you. And like literally punch you? I mean, I'm sure there's limits to it, but yeah, you sign so. a waiver where it's like, yeah, they're like trying to kidnap you essentially. I would not do well. I would not thrive. I would never leave the cabin. I would. I play video <laughs> games and I get scared. Have you guys heard about McCamey Manor? No. no. This oh. is the most messed up thing I th I would say in the country. It's okay. it's in Tennessee. It's this guy. He has they, they call it him. It's a haunted house, and that's I'm using that very liberally. It's a haunted house. There's like a wait list for these people that want to sign up and go to this. Because if you can outlast these, the, the manor, they call it, they pay you like $10,000. What? But here's the thing. They make you sign all these legal forms and stuff. It's essentially a legal way for this guy who runs it to just torture people for about... <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. He's pulled he's pulled people's teeth. He'll waterboard what? them. It's, Absolutely it is, it, not. It, everything about it should be illegal, but it's not for some reason. Oh, it's my It's the biggest loophole. It's, it's disgusting, it, but people sign up for this, and they this guy just, like, he'll uh, keep them in a basement and then waterboard them and, uh, like, make them eat dirt and stuff like that or like make them crawl around and stuff and blah 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 Why? and people have left and they're like i 
I that was the worst experience of my life. They're traumatized. Like I, people have accused him of pulling teeth and like like permanently right. harming. I tell you right now. Accused? You either know or don't know. Yeah, well, that's if okay. somebody pulled your teeth. I don't care what waiver I signed. If you pull one of my teeth out, I'm finding you when this is all said. Honestly, done. though, I do. Oh, have, yeah. I do have a cavity I've been avoiding dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> and so if like this was a way to trick me into doing it, that's fine. True. That's, that's a good true. point. That's a very good point. Um, have you checked in on, has anybody checked in on Onion Head's Revenge, what that is, a new breed of haunted house? It's a little confusing, but it is $40 a person. It's so. 40 bucks oh. a person. It looks, it looks like it's based off of, like, Louisiana folklore. Oh, like, it is? Okay. Yeah, it's a story-based experience. My nephews love a backstory. Like, they get really in. There's this thing called Five Nights at Freddy's, and they're making a movie of it, and they're very excited. The whole concept of Five Nights at Freddy's is this guy works at a place like Chuck E. Cheese, mm-hmm. but he works the overnight shift, and they're like, a heads up. Sometimes you think you see things on the camera, and these like animatronics try to kill him during the overnight. And it used to be a video game, and then became this big thing with folklore, and now they're finally making a movie. My nephews, they die for some backstory. They die for some <laughs> Easter eggs. They'll be telling me about Five Nights at Freddy's things like in detail where I just have to go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They love that. I think that they're more excited about backstories than the actual fear <laughs> at this point. <laughs> like, like when I was a kid, they could touch you. They're not mm. supposed to touch you now. Even at the state fair one, they used to grab yeah. you at the oh, shoulders. Yeah, they did. Yep, they did. Yep. And they definitely, I hope they can't now, right? But they know. cannot touch you that, anymore. The now. state fair one, when I was like probably like eight years old, like my mom brings us to the state fair, we go through the haunted house. Yeah. It ended up being me sprinting, sprinting. through the entire house I left both out. my really? stepbrother and stepsister. Yeah. Wow. They were both really little, and so I would like get down and crawl under them because like I was so scared, and then running out of there. Yeah. Actually, when I was at Capitol Records, the branch manager's name was Vito. Vito. And Vito and his girlfriend went to a haunted house with Catherine and me. I am not exaggerating. It was very scary. There's, it was great, no question. But I'm standing there at one point, and Vito got so scared, he jumped into my arms. I believe it. <laughs> I was carrying him like a baby, for Christ. I was like, jeez. There's always a point in those where I go, I want to disappear. I want to go under someone's shirt. Like, oh, and not did. like to be dramatic, but I literally just want to not be there for like 10 minutes. Right. I needed to know that there's a safe word that I can yell, and just going <laughs> to let me out. I would just have that printed on the shirt. Yep. Like, banana head. No, it's true. <laughs> Then what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, you know, I don't know if I've ever run into a black person at a haunted house. No, because we don't like... You don't like that stuff. In scary movies, like, we're we're out. Like, we're... You, know, we're you not don't be do scary in, movies? No, I'll go to a scary movie, but I'm saying, like, as far as, like, the oh, actors and stuff it, and surviving, yeah. they're like, yeah, why do the... The black people should never get killed first, because the second the paranormal <laughs> activity starts happening, I moved across the street to another country. Well, what do you think, like, my uh, generation of sluts feel? Like, sluts are always killed oh, yeah, first they in horror movies. The horror movies were not great Slut. for black women. No, they... You're always running away and falling down girls. for some reason. We're always yeah. wearing, you know, impractical shoes. Right. Like it's you're not trying great to run for away my people either, so yeah. you're welcome. Really we nice. usually go first. like how you went from black people to sluts. That I was, was just really saying, nice. That was nice. Oh, no, it's two demographics that have definitely been stereotyped. <laughs> we got to stick together. <laughs> sluts and black people. Oh, they're high-fiving <laughs> each other. Okay, time to go home. Uh, That's going to that do note. it. On that note, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks.